Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GZ Chop Shop, episode 15. Guys, as always this week, we have a wonderful episode planned for you. And once again, we have an amazing guest with us. And as per tradition, cheesy introduction. Once again, I went to the wilderness of Twitch. Under a fray of bullets and smoke and granadas, I saw Valkyrie in the light. I reached out and I said, Fair maiden, what is thy name? She replied with an AK on her shoulder. My name is the Bullet Maiden. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause (laughs) for the Bullet Maiden. having me yes <laughs> what is up I'm welcome sorry to you the had to show give this cheese <laughs> oh, that was great exactly i, See, I love that intro love the they love the cheese i love, it. I love the cheese thank I you was, cheese. i was about thank to yell behind a masquerade too oh my god <laughs> <laughs> with the rags but uh-huh. mm-hmm. welcome to the show and real quick let everybody know who you are tell us what's up well, first, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, no, like like you said, I'm the bullet maiden. Um, my actual name is Anya. A lot of people call me Herdy as well, uh, which was kind of like a nickname I gave myself uh, in my, comp- my competitive Call of Duty days, uh, which was, uh, it's actually like a play on, an, uh, I'm, so I'm half Norwegian, and this word was kind of a play on one of the Norwegian words that means duchess. So it was kind of like a shortened version of that. Oh, okay. Little sly way for me to call myself a duchess. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now I've kind of rebranded to the Bullet Maiden, which kind of is more of a kind of just to show the strength of females kind of situation. Like I can be like pretty and delicate and whatnot, but I can also take you down in a good game of Call of Duty. Nice, so, nice. So when did um, you uh, when did you hit the the streaming platform? What brought you to Twitch? Ah, uh, yeah. Whew. Uh, so you know I've been playing COD for a while. That's my my main you know poison it's in my veins and uh i've been i wouldn't say that i'm the best at it but i'm definitely above average i'm pretty good at it and a lot of my friends my bosses even were like you know you it's fun to watch you play uh you should try streaming and so i was very nervous at first especially being a woman coming into a community that's very male dominated and can be toxic um but i got a lot of support uh to just go for it and I did and it's been one of the best decisions I've, I've made so I started last August um, 
became affiliated in September of last year, and it's about a bit about a year. I did take a few months off mm. earlier this year for uh, some personal issues, uh, some family losses, and work life balance type stuff. But uh, yeah. now I've been back and just grinding it out and having a crazy, crazy amount of fun meeting brand new people. And yeah, it's been it's been great. All right. So before we get deep into the show. I want you to do your shameless plug. Where can everybody oh, find shameless you? Bring in the right. shameless plugs. All right, the shameless <laughs> plug. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash the bullet maiden. And that's uh, if you want to keep up with me even better, Twitter, Instagram, same bullet maiden. Yes. The bullet maiden. Guys, that was my I've, shameless plug. That was your shameless <laughs> plug. Guys, I, I've actually lurked quite a few of her streams. I actually have interacted in a few of her streams and i must say like it's it's always a it's super duper entertaining i usually don't watch competitive streamers but the atmosphere that your stream gives off is not only high energy but in its own weird way as a gamer educational because i watched one of your matches where you were going around with the shovel Oh yeah! <laughs> I mean, she was wrecking people with her I shovel. I was shoveling Anya that day. She I was shoveling people. I was like, man, I can't even kill a person with a throwing knife. And she's over here just getting up in the face, and she was just holding conversation with like her team, just like nonchalant, just like yeah, you know, blah blah blah, shovel, blah blah blah, shovel, blah blah blah. It was like she was like on a kill streak, and then maybe like a claymore. She's just like, oh, mm, a claymore. Anyway, back to what I was doing, shovel. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, okay. I try to mix it up, you know, and I do like to try and give some advice when i'm playing some call of duty like i'm obviously like i said not the best but i've learned some things over the years and i try to jump like give out some like of my basic tips like you see one person you kill one person expect another person right behind them you yes. kill that person too expect another person behind them that is so, like i try yeah. to i try to give some advice some basic very, very basic advice <laughs> while i'm playing and keep the conversation going and just generally have fun people love the shovel that shit, it was I, funny <laughs> yeah because when the shovel came out i was like i was baffled uh, but being that Call of Duty is your your main poison, how do you feel about the new one? Oh, I'm loving it. I know there's a lot of controversy around it right now. Uh, a lot of talk of, you know, being very campy and spawns being kind of a mess. And then the maps just being having way too many lines of sight because they were trying to eliminate the typical three lane mm -hmm. situation. I mean, I personally, I don't mind the game so much as it is right now in its current state. Yes, there's things they could fix. Uh, spawns is definitely one of them. The footstep situation, definitely mm -hmm. something they could fix. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've heard that there's 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 things in the works that they're doing that they're trying to they're trying to do to kind of appease the uh, the community so yeah either way i'm fully supportive of the game i've been having a ton of fun on it now even though i am i can and i usually keep it under control i can get a little tilted with pretty much any call of duty game but i <laughs> i do have to say that the modern warfare is probably my favorite one because it's it's doing a good job paying homage to call of duty mm -hmm. four um and they got rid of so many of the things that used to just tick me off in the previous installments. It was it was so <laughs> apparent that it was like Xbox players that may have come over to the PlayStation and then like the habits kind of spread. Uh. The bunny hopping and the shotgun sliding were like the oh. two things that used <laughs> to just drive me up a wall. And it was just like, you know, no matter what first person shooter comes out, you're going to have campers. Campers are here to stay. They're never going to go yeah. away. Yeah, that's what I don't get quite with all. I mean, people are saying that the camping situation for Modern Warfare is like so much worse. But honestly, it. Let me I tell you, my first night, 
Modern Warfare 3. Not Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare 2 is really bad. Yeah, Modern, Modern Warfare, Warfare I mean, 2 and Black Ops 3. I thought was the worst ones. You thought Black Ops 3 was campy? Really? Black Ops 3 for so, me was my favorite Call of Duty. I was, I, I'm the not The three lane player. system with Black Ops 3 to me? Uh-huh. If you, it wasn't as bad as Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2, you could be at one spawn and snipe somebody at the opposite spawn. Oh, yeah. With Black Ops 3, if you can get in the right spot of that three lane system, mm-hmm. there's no choke point and you could just snipe away. Yeah, no, that's true. I get that. This is why I literally always avoided the middle. I'm one of those uh, feel up the sides of the, the, the map type of person. I go up the, the left, <laughs> the right. I'm going to be up against the wall where I know nothing's behind me. That's like my right, way. Because yeah. I like to push. I'm aggressive, but I'm never going to push through the middle because that's for me is just a death trap. You take it. <laughs> that, take it. That's me. Bullet sponge. <laughs> I was going to say you take notes. <laughs> I, I'm the guy finding the campers. He's, he's the guy that's running into every camper that's hiding around a corner. So if you need someone to feel out for you right <laughs> in the hot zone bullet sponge is your guy bullet sponge is your guy bullet main you just bring up the rear and clean them up oh yeah i'll, I'll be the support I got that, you. that's where my name came from i mean yeah. the thing with like modern warfare like in the first night it came out i was garbage and i, I mean i expected it i didn't know the maps i didn't know where people were gonna be camping you know yeah. every night since that i've played and I've, I've started to learn where people like to congregate we'll call it uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah and yeah, now yeah. i can you know i can come around ready prepared for that situation so i've been able to my play style has been able to come back into like just being more natural mm-hmm. just with the awareness of where people are going to be where I need to where I need to move from point to point in the map. And I've been like been able to get my 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 kill death ratio back to where it normally is. I've been able to to have a good time playing the game while not having to being like being forced to adapt in some way. Which is I think yeah. like a big complaint people had was that they're like, oh I'm being forced to adapt to play a different playstyle because this is a much slower paced Call of Duty. But you know and this is just me once again as in every episode this is probably my one per episode where I piss a good chunk of people <laughs> all out. And, and now it's basically, I feel the people that have the biggest outcry are, as I said before, are bunny hoppers and uh. are sliders because the sliders I've seen it so many times and it makes me laugh. I'll see someone bunny hop a corner and because they come up so short because the jump is so limited mm-hmm. and then they're just caught off guard and they're looking at me like, mm-hmm. I was supposed to have been able to kill you when I hopped that corner. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Not today, Sonny. I shot you. Your I, I shot I, your foot. I shot. I mean, your foot. <laughs> let me tell you right now. I'm. I so I loved Black Ops Three. Was my favorite Call of Duty. Um, I loved the jetpack system there. I thought it was the most balanced of the modern Call of Duties. But I like the boots on the ground for Modern Warfare. But I am the type of person that if I shoot you, you get around a corner. I'm a slide right after you to try and get to jump on you before you can, uh, you know, like kind of like, like recuperate and yeah. get yourself. A better chance but yeah. the bunny hop so far i've never been the best at that i fail i fail yeah. every time <laughs> I, I think in my entire <laughs> the halo of jumpers year, the halo yeah that's what i like to call them. i like to call them the halo jumpers the bunny hoppers the mario jumpers i think i've successfully killed maybe three people in my entire call of duty life with a bunny hop and i was trying to prove like it was just a bad mechanic and i got lucky and i was like okay maybe it's not <laughs> fluke <laughs> yeah but then i was like no it's literally a fluke and with with everything that the new one has done now the one uh system that i do agree they do need to tweak even though i personally can use it to my advantage because i'm a very patient player mm-hmm. uh they do need to tweak the footstep system um, oh yeah 
Because I know in hardcore footsteps are super loud. They are super loud, and a lot of and it benefits the people that like to sit with their back in a corner and just sit there because they just listen. And then as soon as you come around, they're already looking at you because they heard your footsteps like ten minutes ago. So it's it does seem kind of broken because it's like footsteps outside will be like super loud, but then you won't be able to hear somebody right next to you. Right next to you, and that's happening many many times. There's also the whole thing where like normally in older Call of Duty, you could also hear a slight distinction between the enemy's footstep and yours, and I feel like now you can't. Now you can't. now it's just like I'm like, who is that? And yep. then I look on my map is like, oh, teammate. All right, cool. But then like I'll be like, I feel like I'm cool in that situation, and suddenly I get shot from somewhere, and I'm like, what? The, yeah. I, what? Or you could have you could have a friend like, and I'm I'm gonna just uh, call her out right here on podcast. You could have a friend like Ladybird, oh <laughs> who as soon as you whip a corner, makes eye contact with you, but just starts unloading and then, and then shoots and then shoots you, and then is like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> man. Least- when the team lets the, you down. Yes. At least I shoot before I look at you in the eye. Uh, <laughs> she, looked, she looked me in the eyes. We had a moment. I was like, oh, she sees it's me. <laughs> I had time to put my gun down and be like, yo, what's up, teammate? And then, nope. She and then five bolts. <laughs> straight to the face. Unleashed. Dude, the worst situation is when you are like, if you're playing pubs or anything like that, and like there's some there's an enemy nearby, and your teammate is there, but like the second you die is when they kill them, and I'm just like one yes. second earlier, man, one, one second. second earlier, and I could still be alive right now. But in the defense of some of those teammates, because I've been in that situation, I will actually be hitting that person that's hitting my teammate, and then they don't die until after they've killed my teammate. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. holy crap. How many, it was like their dying wish that that last bullet they fired was going <laughs> to kill that guy before you killed them. So, well, like today, I realized that you can actually shoot somebody before they shoot at you and you both die at the same time. Oh, right. yeah, you can trade. Yeah, there's trading. Oh, yeah. One. Mm-hmm. yeah. I haven't actually seen it since the beta, but then I saw it happen uh, on one of my streams this week and I was like, oh, I guess it's still there. That, that's that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I shot somebody, yeah. I hit them in the head, they died, and then I died like a second later. <laughs> and it's it ha- said it was the person that I killed. Like, it's oh, happened. To, it's only happened a couple times with me too. Yeah. Now the it, thing that I do hope they fix, and I've, <clears throat> I've run into it twice recently, um, I have killed a person before they threw their Hail Mary grenade. I have known I killed this person before they threw their Hail Mary grenade. And then and they Aaron Rodgers your chest. I, Cause you watch their kill cam and it's like, as they're falling, they're just like, YOLO. And all Aaron of a sudden, Rodgers yeah. versus the Lions, Hail Mary. And it's just, yeah. tink, 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 tink. And then it's like, oh, oh. I, I, got, I got a serious question. Mm. Was that happened to be me on the other end of that? Actually, one of them that. was you. <laughs> you and your rag grenades. Jesus. Oh, my goodness. You're I, welcome. I get annoyed by the people who, like, there's been some instances where, like, I get into a gunfight, we both take cover, and they throw a nade without cooking it, and it immediately explodes on me. And I'm like, yeah. what? How? Yeah. I have to cook this. How did you manage to make it to explode on it? it? And that's, like, you know, that's another thing. That was That's actually to kind of get into the nitty gritty. It's something that uh, I was always wondering. In some of our past podcast conversations, we touched on it about crossplay and whether it would be a good idea or a bad idea. Um, mm-hmm. To bring communities together, I see that as a positive aspect. Absolutely oh, yeah. 110%. On the negative aspect, uh, is there any security against known 
hacks, aimbots, <laughs> the, all the that wonderful, the, the masteries, which yeah. I mean, come on. In every game that comes out, they all, every PC game has a backdoor. Mm-hmm. Every PC game has a backdoor. It's mm-hmm. built into it. Um, we learned this with Fallout when people finally figured out the admin code and they just walked to a vault. Because in the game, there's a vault that's supposed to have been for the admins. It has every armor in it. All of it. So they can just walk in, take what they need, go out, play the game. Mm-hmm. So I get learn a lot of people under their, you know, they don't want to have their illusions dis- disrupted where they're like, no, you can't hack on these servers and you can't do this because it'll crack down on it. And I'm like, really? Look at Apex. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, World War II Call of Duty PC had a lot of issues with hacking. Exactly. Um, and I kind of expect the same to happen with to the PC version. I mean, the PC version right now is having so many problems already just on a normal play basis. It's been having a lot of crashing issues. So, I mean, I don't think there's so much of an issue when it comes to the consoles, the console versions, but we might come up against PC players once that starts, starts to happen, which yeah. it probably will. It's like inevitable. It, it yeah. probably will happen. So it just kind of right. builds a little a little bit of concern, like, you know, uh, what is Activision's plan on, you know, combating this? Because you don't want to lose this fan base you've built up. Right now, you've got a pretty loyal fan base. And what I feel that they did with this Call of Duty is they, they wanted to... They're, they're trying to, you know, appease the masses. And this is, this is pretty much the calm before a bigger storm like once people know the game and once they've once the hackers have figured out okay how to circumvent this how to get mm-hmm. around that that's when you're going to wind up with what the original modern warfare is now where people are walking off the map floating in the sky mm-hmm. i actually went into a multiplayer match a couple years ago it was legitimately unplayable Mm-hmm. I mean that Ooh, there was it was unplayable. There was people I'm, not even on the map getting snipe shots. It was just terrible. I mean, I've seen some shit in BO3 where people were underneath. Uh, I can't remember what map it was. I think it was uh, Hunt. No, it was one of the ones. Oh, Evac, one of those smaller ones with a lot of tight corners. And it was like one of those that seems like it's sort of floating in the air. And there was like weird glitches where people were underneath the map shooting. Mm-hmm. From yeah. underneath the map, and you couldn't like, get them. I was like, what? Yeah, where's the fun in that? Like, it's the same with camping, though. I'm like, what's the fun in that? Thank you. Like, it's like you what? spent $60 for this game to sit in to one sit in a corner. So, I'll say this I feel it really depends on your gun of choice and your play style, right? Well, no, of course. I, I hate camping, but if you have me using a sniper rifle, I'm not about to go try to quick scope people. Fuck no. That's, I mean, I'm that's gonna, fair. Yeah. And, and that's totally understandable, but uh, let's see. There's there's two different types of snipers, in my opinion. There's the ones that are the quick scope masters that are still running the map as if they have an AR. And then there's, you know, the, the rest of us, usually the average to below average. Uh, that to the downright try, shitty. Yeah, <laughs> downright where, we, shitty. <laughs> where we try to be that sniper and that guy that we shot at somehow our gun went the recoil was just a little bit off and it went just past his ear just enough time for him to, it. yeah just enough time for him to get his spider sense turn and pinpoint you exactly and mm-hmm. shoot you with one AR bullet wiping you out so I, I get it depending on loadouts but when you come into a match and you've got everybody mounted with LMGs and this is the one that really frustrates me. Cyber attack or oh. search and destroy. Mm-hmm. 
they're not playing objective. They're playing as if it's team deathmatch. They don't care about the objective. <laughs> the thing with the thing with search though, especially because like on a competitive level, it's played more like that where the OBJ is more of a secondary thing. It's a lot more slow paced. There's a lot more camping. Even the pros, they take their time around areas. They guard. They they're watching lanes. They're assigned to different specific areas. So that I can understand that being a little bit campy. And I'm not saying that all camping is bad. The issue with modern warfare is that people are staying in corners of SMGs and just like, woo. Oh, <laughs> there it was. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, I mean, the thing is, like, like what I was saying was that camping is necessary in some situations. Like, I'm doing the camo grind. I'm going for Damascus, and those guns require mounted kills. To mount, I must stand still yeah. against something. So, like, right. I had to. I, it felt so bad, but that window over Hackney Yard on that spawn, <laughs> I got like 20 <laughs> mounted kills right there in one game, and I. It was just because I was so frustrated. You need like a hundred of them, and I'm not that. I'm not that type of player that can stand still for very long. I like to move around the map. Mm -hmm. I like to be places I shouldn't be. But I, like I said, you know, camping has its place sometimes. Sniping, sometimes when you snipe, I have to, you know, sometimes I have to camp to snipe because I'm not the best sniper. And mm -hmm. um, there's situations that call for it. But I think the issue in the conversation around modern warfare is that it's been excessive in situations where it's not needed. Yeah, I mean, it's right. not Counter-Strike bad. You know, like oh, early God. 2000s Counter-Strike bad. That yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, Counter-Strike you know, was bad. People move around in comparison to that. <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah. like it's gotten better, though, since launch. Like, with, like, the uh, introduction of Kill Confirmed, that's all I've been playing this past weekend. And because, well, it could have gone either two ways. People were either going to just use the tags as a way to draw people out and get mm -hmm. kills from the camping spot, or... They were actually going to play objective and go for the tags. And this weekend, my experience was I've people found a play lot of people and get the tags. We ran into a little I've bit of both. You did? Yeah. I mean, for me, my overall experience was people were not camping as much. They were going for the tags. So it was like, it was kind of like a, like a, it was a good day, good weekend for Modern Warfare for me. Not as campy, a little bit more action. I felt a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Some yeah. of the kill leaders would have like 35, 40 kills in those games that we'd be playing the last couple days. So they're definitely learning kills out. That's yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and you just see you, tags popping up. Yeah, there's an element of that to kill confirmed though. Like if you kill somebody, there's a chance there's always gonna be a second person right behind it. So if you can make it a two for one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, go for it. It's like you said earlier. It's like when you kill that one person, expect there to be a second oh, person. When you kill that second person, expect it to be a third. Expect the third. Yep. Expect that's third. my that's how I live in Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, and you know it's it's but in the moment it's so easy to forget that because you get so excited especially in those clutch moments you get that kill and then you're like okay reload and yeah, then here comes reload. that guy creeping around the corner <laughs> right hey, that's it doing? that's exactly it die on reload that's me so uh one one thing i, I had know. to force myself is to oh. stop reloading after every kill oh my goodness i do that too that's that's why i get the lmg with the 200 round fucking <laughs> <clip>. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, like, I know the gun that a lot of people have been complaining about, and I'm guilty of using it now just because of I <laughs> like this shotgun. The 725. Oh, yes, the 725. It has stupid range. It's a sniper, basically. Yes. Dude, you can it, it's a sniper people. with a shotgun, bro. A donkey punch. Dude, let sniper. me tell you. I need a, I'm actually going to start focusing on that for my next couple of games. I'm going to be focusing on a 725 gold because it's going to get nerfed. So I need to like abuse yeah, it now. That's why I'm abusing okay. it now because I'm like, you're gonna get nerfed. It's gonna I'm get gonna super nerfed. It. It's I gonna get to super it. nerfed. I was watching so many videos of people on the construction, that that high spot on the construction. Uh, I can't remember the name of the map, and they're looking down that alleyway where people like to creep around the stairs, and then they just snipe them with the shotgun from way up there. And I'm like, that. I've tried to snipe people sometimes. I'll hit them in the body, and they're just like. What was that? Yeah, is that a that's fly? Me. I'm like, I'm like, excuse me, it, I hit you, but why do I, why, why do I get a hit marker and you get a, what is this? What is <laughs> happening right now? But yeah, that no. shotgun is definitely well, getting. I, I love that it though. Gonna get nerfed. I love the shotgun. I love the shotgun. I love shotgunning. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I gonna, I need to get gold get on it now. Somebody say but something about shotgunning. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only non-shotgunner? I mean, I'll use I mean, it. I mean, I mix it up. I use it every depends, weapon. It depends on the map for sure. Yeah, yeah, it does. But, I like, like when we corners. We like, used to play shotgun. The only reason why it's my baby right now is because of the fact. So, uh, Picadilla, Dealer, the oh, London. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Picadilla, yeah. So, you shot Bullets, yeah, I shotgun on that. I was on the scaffolding, right? Aiming down at somebody in the center of the map, and I hit him with that shotgun. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Oh my, that, that thing is ridiculous. Insane. Are yeah. You, is it scoped your seven two five? Yeah, it was scoped. Okay, I'm gonna need that attachment set up uh, later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hit them. They were in. The, they were by that fountain. They were running up, and like I got them with a headshot, and I was like, "This shotgun's gonna be the love of my life." Till oh yeah, that that person <laughs> deleted the game right after that. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they watched that kill cam and just went rage mode. Well, no, nah, it was hard. It was hardcore, so they don't know what gun I used on them. Oh uh, <laughs> well, no. It... If they looked at the side, it shows the shape of the gun, so they probably could see it was a shotgun. Yeah, but all the kill feed. No, yeah, that gun looks like a rifle. Looks like a. It marksman. does. It kind of does. Such so, a scope. It. Yep, it looks like a marksman rifle, and the display of it on the corner looks like a marksman rifle. So you can't tell what you're getting hit by unless you're close. That and is ridiculous. We used to play silence too, so it's terrible. It just smacks everything <laughs> down, that gun. Yep. We super we used to play World War Two quite a bit, Burn and I did. And oh. when when they brought shipment back Oh that's no all I fucking used. <laughs> running around just shotgunning around corners. Oh that like, I did what? that for a while too. I've done what, like a few 30, 30 kill matches on that map with random grenades and shotguns. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Dude, <laughs> let me tell you, I, World War Two was my game before Modern Warfare. I had stopped playing BO4 months ago, and I've oh, I've solely been playing World War Two up until now. So, I've was been uh, doing a lot of shipment playlists, a lot of regular playlists, and uh, yeah, no man. I wasn't it's big been... on Black Ops Four. It pissed me off too. Bad. I liked Blackout. Multiplayer for me for BO4 was fine in the beginning. After a few updates, I had some weird ping issues whenever I tried to play regular multiplayer, but I didn't have the same issue in Blackout. It was really bizarre. Like, I'd, I'd ping from, like, 20 into the hundreds when I played regular online, and I was like, I don't understand. I tried deleting the game. I tried different DNS servers. So I just this is went fucking back. bullshit. I was just like, I'm back to the war, Nope, I'm out. Yeah. But, I mean, I think World War II was nice. And it kind of prepped me a little bit for Modern Warfare, a little bit more slow-paced, no... 
crazy strobe shotguns in my face. No, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Max. no, none of that weird shit, you know? Nah, just incinerary shotguns in. Oh, God, no, oh, my just God. <laughs> that, yeah. literally, that is the worst thing ever. They don't even have to, like, hit you. They just have to breathe on you with that, gu- that yeah. fucking incendiary, and you're dead. Even if you killed them five seconds or five years ago, <laughs> they'll come back and yep. get you. I hated that so much. Oh, well, somebody hot, in this... Somebody in this call used to abuse the fucking Dragon's Breath shotgun. Oh, no. He's not going to raise his hand, though. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't use shotguns like that, and you know that. Oh, no. I, t- I didn't use it either. I, was, I loved I it. Didn't, that was my baby, but never I didn't, use, I didn't use the Dragon's Breath shotgun. I never used the incendiary rounds. Yes, you did. I hated burnt me more times than anything. <laughs> I'm hardly. I'm pretty sure the man will remember if he got burned. <laughs> I, I'm the guy that just sneaks around the mat with my SMG, and I, I like to call myself the uh, the camp killer because as soon as I find out you're camping, I hunt you to the ends of the oh, earth. Same, same. I will I find just- you. I hold grudges in Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. You told me. I hunt people down. If they kill me, they don't get to do it twice. Exactly. And the best part is, it's like, if I know you go back to that spot more than once, I just steal your camp spot and kill you with your own hiding spot. Oh, yeah. We used to do that in World War II in um, Saint Marie de Mont. Uh, that one that with the big building in the middle, everybody would go upstairs and hide oh, in the yeah. windows. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Me and my duo, whenever we were playing and people would camp there all game, and we would just go take them out and then sit on the stairs and wait for them. <laughs> and be like, how do you like it? You yeah, want to you like it? And at the end of the game, the, at the, the end of the game, you hear the very people camp and go, "Man, you guys are campers." It's like, <laughs> did he really? <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. Man, but yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a good game. Obviously, they've got things to work out, like pretty much any game that comes out in the two thousands now. Uh, so, but overall, a very decent game. Also, great. Since we are on the topics of games, this is a very I want to. Say, I won't say big. Wait, we month. talk about games here. I, King Rufus. Sorry. <laughs> news. News to me. Oh my gosh! Wait, we do. We talk about games. Do we? What? What? I've been off a few weeks, man. I'm just like yes. full of piss vinegar, dude. Oh. <laughs> but this is a. What I want to say. The next two weeks, some pretty big uh, titles are coming out. The uh, he did. Did anyone watch the clip of the Rick and Morty trying to figure out the Death Stranding baby? That clip was so. hilarious. I haven't watched it yet. The fact I saw, that I saw you sent it to yeah. our group chat earlier today, but uh, I, I was nobody ever so does their homework. Yeah, <laughs> is Death Stranding? Is it is the one that hey, man, you like sent it sequel? out in the middle of I my work, work all day? And the, uh, Death <laughs> Stranding is the Hideo Kojima game that he's yeah. been working on for like. I want to say three, three years, three, three like ish years, three and a half years. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's original a title. title. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's, okay. a, it's his own original title. Um, and there's quote unquote rumors that he's working on a movie as well. Um, working but, on Metal Gear Solid apparently. Yeah, so that's gonna be interesting. Um, but yeah, the Death Stranding finally comes out November eighth, and I do know King Rufus read one of the articles I gave him about the reviews. They are all over the place. Oh yeah. There, there are yeah, some so... that are praising it to the sun and back, and others are like, uh, what?" <laughs> <laughs> so others like IGN gave it a three out of five. Well, but that's like in the middle. Yeah. So like middle of the road, 
And then like other websites and other writers out there are giving it 10 out of 10. This is the greatest fucking game that has ever existed in the history of games. So I, I came up with two ideas of what's going on. Either one, somebody's taking payoffs to write good reviews over games mm-hmm. because publishers are known to do that uh, throughout history. Just look at like games like Driver 3. Yeah. The, yeah. It was like yeah. a horribly glitched out game and like Had. every like gaming magazine and website at that time gave it like stellar reviews and it was fucking rubber dog shit. It wasn't even rubber dog shit, it was actual recently, dog shit. Wasn't it discovered a few years ago that they had uh, Pay been paying off? off for their reviews? Yeah. yeah. So they were yeah. paying off for those reviews. So it's either that or my guess is that the game just isn't for everyone. Like it is my guess is that it's slow paced and extremely long. The extremely long. So, yeah. It's over eight hours. My, my third That's my kind thing of that I think reason why that these reviews are getting bombed is Hiyokojima now owns his own company, right? He had a very bad falling out with Konami. Konami has a lot of people in their pocket. Mm, yeah. That's true, yeah. Yeah. And they probably fear, they definitely fear the Kojima. That is for sure. Right. Because he's already said, hey, if I get the opportunity to buy back any of my original IPs, I'm buying them back. Yo, so Metal Gear, Castlevania, those are his two big ones. Yeah. Let that man oh, buy yeah. those back and then send them to his own company. Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. detrimental to Konami. Well, yeah. I don't see Konami giving up the Metal Gear IP for literally anything i mean it's probably one of their three biggest ips the thing it, no, the, no, they, their I biggest ip them, i would say that's their biggest ip trying is to it? cut a deal it is yeah it, it's it's but they have other small game titles that could keep them afloat um usually more to like a i want to say a yeah, niche just release brand. another contra well i mean i think contra i mean i love contra because i think any game that can make me rage quit i'm all about yeah, that's yeah. True. but but what Konami would have to do if they lost Metal Gears, they would have to fall back onto their more anime-related games that yeah. still bring them in money. Uh, like they they're the developers for the Yu-Gi-Oh games that come from overseas to here, so <clears throat> they would have to fall back to things like that. I mean, uh, but how big is Yu-Gi-Oh still overseas in Japan? It's their still very big. IPs. They're like huge. I mean, like in the states, though. In the states, yeah. No, no. actually, the game, not wise, as much video as game wise, video game wise, not big at all. Not yeah. Not big at all. Uh, the card it's, game, the card is, game is is still big. Um, it's it's more of like a, a culture thing. Mm. It's yeah. uh, but it's it's still big. There's still big tournaments held. The thing about it, why a lot of people like keep it on the hush hush is because it's well known like the kind of uh atmosphere the card games bring in and, oh, yeah. and it was yeah People that like deodorant it, yeah <laughs> they they literally got like hey if you don't show up showered you you and it kind of like makes people frown on it, and then like people they don't want to say yeah you know i still play this card game because then people look at you side-eyed like okay oh you're you're one of those one you of know those. i mean i i get it though because like i i was playing pokemon trading card game uh like doing tournaments and stuff while i was living in denmark a couple of years ago my uh my ex-boyfriend and i 
we're both collecting pretty much our whole house was Pokemon shit everywhere. And uh, he was going out to different like countries and doing like proper tournaments with a team and like placing in like top eight and stuff like that. And I would just kind of like I was playing for fun as well. And uh, I. I, it was a lot of fun. I still want to play. I want to like stream Pokemon trading card oh, game yeah. online. I mean, it's, it, it's oh, fun. Sure. The card games They're, are fun. There's a lot the, of the strategy and fun. stuff. Exactly. The card games are fun. I've, I, my local hobby shop, I go and I peek down into the, the tournaments and you, what a lot of people just deem as like, oh, it's only a kid's game. There's just so much strategy that actually goes above oh, no. the kids' Oh, yeah. Heads. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's like I was so blown away when I got back into Pokemon and especially in the trading card. <laughs> Like all the different decks that people put together, the amount of thought that goes into like the mechanics of making that deck work, and for, for multiple situations when you come up against different types of decks and different and different like elements, uh, mm -hmm. different like like where it's psychic versus this and the weaknesses and all that. Yep. The strategy behind it, it was insane. It was insane the amount like level of thought that goes into it at that that competitive level. I was completely blown away. Yeah. And, like even now, I'm 29. And like when I have a bad day, I go to Target and I buy me a pack of Pokemon cards <laughs> and I open it up and, and it you... still brings me joy. Exactly. I'm like, what am I going to get today? What is it? Yep. And, and I, I'm, I'm actually, the same way. I actually thought about starting collecting again. And, and you make should. I have like holders here. I have like been collecting. I've been collecting <laughs> for like since X and Y. I've been trying to collect every single one. I have them I'm almost all done. I got rid of my cards like when I got out of high school, and then no, no. I still have all my original Pokemon <laughs> cards, but I don't think I've bought a pack of Pokemon cards since probably two thousand. I recommend it. Two thousand one. So, still got all my Dragon Ball Z collectible card game as well. Oh, Just see, go to Target yeah. right now. I still have right some of my. <laughs> I still have my uh, the ones that I got from Japan. Uh, Burn, you probably remember the arcade machine that would before they did away with I it. I remember that thing. That thing was dope as that fuck. That thing was dope. So in Japan, they had oh, the, yeah, they had all this the drunk Dragon moments. Ball. Yeah. yeah, they had this <laughs> Dragon Ball Z card game. And one reason I love the arcades in Japan is because you got something for your money. You walked away with. So you something. know all that game was was Dragon Ball Heroes, right? Yeah, which took how long for us to get? Touche. <laughs> so I collected like an entire binder of. It literally Dragon Ball characters. I would go like after work for like a, like it was like a almost a month straight every day after work with my 100 yen, and I'd go and I would always get a new character out of the machine. You would drag me along with that too. I forgot yep. about it. But it was <laughs> so much. Off? It was so much no, fun. So let me explain. Let me explain. <laughs> explain. Well, so he was, didn't want to drag me along because he knew that we would never actually make it there because we had to pass. We had to pass by both of the bars that yeah. I used to frequent, mm. and by frequent I mean go to every day. Daily. Which meant that we were either going to Lagunas mm -hmm. or River Rock. Yeah. Yep. And we would just never make it there we because we just it. end up drinking chew highs. With me though, it would drag me because of the fact it would be like, "Hey, I don't want to get Europe yet, but <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen." <laughs> But let's so collect like, some Dragon Ball Z cards before then. And then he and would then be like, exactly. Yep. He'd be like, hey, look, I'll buy you a pack of cigarettes. Come with me and we'll go here. And you can go to an arcade and in Japan. You can smoke while playing, while the, game. playing the game. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go to an arcade with you. And then I'm sitting here smoking Newports trying to fight dudes, Japanese dudes in Tekken. Oh, and it was hilarious every goddamn time. And what, in the end, I had not, to drag him that, away. Wasn't that an accidental tournament that you entered? That was Tokyo. I was that with was him on that. Tokyo. That was, accidental tournament? So we both were in accidental tournaments. Burn was in an accidental Tekken tournament, and I was in an accidental was Gundam six. tournament. What? 
I was so Itachi and I, <laughs> I were this. Uh, <laughs> severely inebriated. Well, I was severely inebriated. Severely. Uh, <laughs> we were handicapped. Well, Japan we had been out. <laughs> so like the bars don't close in Japan, like in Tokyo at all. Really? It's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we were. We thought that we were only going to get like one, two days in Tokyo, one night there. We thought that's all that we were, Itachi mm-hmm. and I were going to get. So we said, fuck it, we're going hard. And, and they had a festival too. Hard, like we decided to walk everywhere in Tokyo. So we must have walked a good 30 miles that day. I My feet were like Ooh. hurting yeah. so bad the next day. No, let me tell you, it was probably one of the best experiences of my entire life. I still have great memories of that night. <laughs> uh, lack of you remember? <laughs> a lot <laughs> happened. <laughs> like night. a ton of shit happened that night, but it was so much fun. We were at street festivals that we just like wandered upon. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And like... Got beers at some random street festival and hit on random Japanese chicks there. Went to a nightclub. We're out until like we were at we we went into the bar. The sun was up. Okay. Shit. So it was like middle of summer. So it was probably like 930 or something like that. And when we left the bar, the sun was up. Oh, yeah. oh my god, dude! You so the sun was rising. It was probably like point. seven in the morning. We passed out in the McDonald's in in uh, in Sh- the middle of Shibuya. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we went to the McDonald's with the people that were in the bar with us from when the sun was up. They, we all went to the same exact McDonald's when the sun was up. We took passed a quick the nap. Fuck out. Woke up with everyone that was in the club still and it was funny because all the people that worked at that mcdonald's this was like a regular thing they were just cleaning up around everybody because they were just waiting for the uh Mm -hmm. the trains to start running yeah they were just cleaning up around everybody didn't bat an eye just like people get up look around order food grab their food itachi uh got into a random gundam tournament so like they have this um like arcade game that is like literally a Gundam. Like, you're sitting in the cockpit of a Gundam. It's fucking... Oh, that's cool. It's really fucking cool. And Itachi was in it and ended up, like, placing. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I was just having fun. <laughs> he, was just, he was just fucking around for fun. I was just playing. And then, like, a guy with the microphone, like, came up to him and started interviewing him and talking to him. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. And, <laughs> and it wasn't until after that happened that we look up in, like, the middle of the arcade and they had monitors, like, all around the pillar and you could watch the people in the pods and how they were playing so he's like pointing up at the monitors and it's like they're doing a replay of like all the plays and i was like wow oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened didn't understand a damn word of what was going on nope <laughs> mine was a little simpler i wasn't as drunk as they were <laughs> we were with a di- i was with a different friend of all of ours good old charlie and i was a huge tekken fan like i'm still in but not as bad as i was then went to this tournament was sitting in this arcade i was just like hey i'm gonna just play this one time right so i started smoking and was playing this guy in tekken beat him i'm like all right cool i'm gonna get up next person comes in i'm like what the fuck all right play him beat him right and it just kept going 
for like five people and i'm like what the fuck's going on <laughs> so like i kind of like peer my head over and this dude's just looking at me with this homicidal ass look <laughs> realizing that i was this black kid that had no idea what was going on uh-huh. playing this japanese video game and people were just sitting here lined up holding 100 yen waiting and i'm like what the fuck's going on so i lose to that guy Somebody comes past me on the shoulder that knew English, and they were like, do you even know what's going on right now? I was like, nah, what's up? He's like, well, minus the fact you just went through like three or four cigarettes, you just fought against a bunch of ranked players in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) Open (laughs) entrance. Did you you walk away with anything? Any uh, any yen winnings? (laughs) What what happened? 10,000 yen. Did you really? Yeah. Holy shit. What was that worth in dollars? Drinking money. Immediately goes to the bar after. Drinks it away. I'm jealous you guys got to go. I'm glad. I'm jealous you guys got to go. I want to go. I'm a big Sailor Moon fan, and that's still. I highly recommend going to Japan if you ever get the chance. Once in your life. If you're a fan of Japanese culture, just go and It's on my. Yeah, I mean, it's on my list. I definitely want to go. There's so much that I like of Japanese culture that I'm very interested in, including like just their history in general, not just the anime side of things and all that and the food. I I am I'm a big history nerd, and the uh, Asian culture has such interesting. Uh, history with all like the emperors and all and mm. everything that went on. So like I would love to go. It's on my list. It's on my. I have a very long list of places to go. <laughs> I Definitely. Just need the months, and then I will be everywhere. Yes. <laughs> the only exactly. thing that disturbed me in Japan was, well, two things: porn. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and I, I'm gonna explain. Yeah. Why? Well, fucking why porn there is weird as shit. Oh, in Japanese fashion. <laughs> Wait, and I'll explain both. You, okay. You can see- Oh, you can see why Itachi's like, uh, yeah, these it's rabbit holes. Exactly the rabbit, rabbit holes. Fucking Here comes the out. rabbit hole. We could go down this rabbit hole for like days, and I don't <laughs> yeah. know how we got here. <laughs> I don't uh, know. We may need to save this for a premium. I was thinking that. I think we need to. I walked into a 7-Eleven. Because if we're going to sit here and talk about hentai for the next like 45 minutes, then that's not what Hentai? Is that what it is? Hentai? No, no, no. I mean, we could go there too. But let me tell you, for my job, my day job, I work in content marketing and we do a variety of projects and I had to do a project on extreme porn um, which required me to erase my computer at the end of it because I got all sorts of problems but I don't know <laughs> I, I learned some things I was unaware of um, I mean I'm pretty familiar with porn I was not familiar so much with extreme types of porn like rose cutting um, and uh, I yeah. saw some things I kind of wish I could erase from my mind um, so sure. you know it's a crazy world so out there that's it, pretty much the end of like <laughs> called Boko no Pico and never again never again yeah, don't look it up <laughs> don't look it up don't look it up but this is like right in 7-Eleven all of this never look yeah, up this was in 7-Eleven well so on. walk into the 7-Eleven I wanted a drink I don't remember what drink I wanted but it was you want too high too high it had to be a drink. no I was trying to be sober that day <laughs> bullshit so CC lemon <laughs> CC lemon With a I think it was CC lemon so walk in and I'm looking, I see all these mangas. I was like, hey, dope, they got manga in here. Oh. I was like, why is it wrapped? Why is it wrapped up? Why is it wrapped like, behind a little little shelf? Yeah. So I grab it and I pick it up and then I see a hentai. I was like, oh. 
Oh, oh 7-Eleven gets down like this. So I put it back now. Right? No shit. Five minutes later, me and Itachi go to a game store that was like two blocks away from there. Right? Mm-hmm. We go up to this game store and I'm like, hey, what the fuck's on the fourth floor of this game store? Right? Oh, oh, oh you know, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that? I remember now. Yep. <laughs> so... We go to this game store and dude's talking about upstairs. I'm like, all right, man, fuck it. Let's go upstairs. We get upstairs and the first thing I see is a goddamn tentacle sex toy. Oh, uh, that stuff. Yeah, I heard mm-hmm, the stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, first of no. all, I don't know why we listen to a random shady guy telling us any fourth floor. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> Maybe, you know, I don't know. He was like, who, who hey. doesn't like tentacle porn? Who doesn't? No, what makes it worse is Yo, we went into that, that shit. No, the hell I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Wait, so no, no. you went up there, you see tentacles. I turned right the fuck around. <laughs> yeah, that would be mm. my reaction too. I'd be like, oh no. Itachi mm. looked at me, he saw me turn around, I was like, nah, shit, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're done. But, but on, a, on, a, on, a, on a slightly uh, different, different, ladies and gentlemen, that one will be on the uh, premium podcast. Wow, from uh, from Death Stranding to Tentacle Porn. Strand. But I do that really, I want to really, that really got <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do, really, I do want to say though uh, that at least with the Japanese culture, a lot of that stuff is they're, they're f- more free with the way they pursue their sexuality and oh, how, and all that. Um, a lot of other countries too included like Europe is very much like that but Asian culture especially their the way that they view sexuality is much more um less conservative yeah. than it is here and less yeah. censored and uh more creative. It's uh, exactly. They 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 mix creativity is the word we're going to go with. They mix creativity with it but also the mentality the that a lot scary. of them have is a little bit more mature. Yeah. So it's more shocking to us than obviously to them, because for them, it's like, you know, oh. a group of teenage boys, obviously from Japan, they walk into 7-Eleven, they can look at it and they go, oh, the newest issue of that is out. Hey, let's go play video <laughs> games. Night Nurse 37. But if you sent, <laughs> <laughs> but let's be honest, if you sent a group of American boys over there of the same age, mm. they're going to be standing there for like a good 20, 30 minutes because they can't walk straight for those next 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> so it, it's, I mean, it's a mentality thing. Yeah, American culture is very... Is it because very... they can't walk straight or is it because... Never mind, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> Well, it's like interesting. So, like, um, a few years ago, I went on a study abroad in the summer, and uh, at one point when I was in France, we went to an art museum. But it was really interesting because we were walking. There was a lot of nude paintings, um, which is very common in European mm-hmm. art. Uh, and uh, there was a class of like I want to say five, six, seven-year-olds sitting around just have with their teacher having a normal conversation about the art itself, the naked piece of art and I was like in America this would never fly. It would not Eric, fly. Every nope. complaints about nudity and yeah. the kids would be laughing and giggling. It was so it was it was like really jarring to see the difference in yeah. um, how much the children were in terms of like just normal human sexuality and, and nudity and things like that. And it, it really sucks because you gotta wonder like what brought why is it such a, a such a change between the cultures like almost instantaneously. It's like you leave the US you go to another another country and it's like 
you know, titties on a bus. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like nude beach and nobody bats an eye, but you can always tell when there's an American because they're like, whoa, what the what heck the is, the where is your shirt? Like, titties on a bus. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, and, and that's that's its own rabbit hole that it we can yeah. one day oh, go, yeah. go into, um, but still kind of semi on the topic of Japan uh, and away from tentacles, Pokemon. Anyway, away from the tentacles, away from that Pokemon Sword and Shield, November Sword and 15th. Shield. Hey, as long as no Pokemon trainer is in a bikini, said, I wonder where these Pokeballs came out from. I'm Whoa. good. Okay, so, <laughs> so, strange thing. Pokemon. Okay, so here's the funny thing, and I mean, we this is Pokemon in its own category could literally be its uh, an entire podcast because one you could do an entire series on Pokemon. You can do yeah, you could do an entire <laughs> series because from Pokemon has literally touched like all kinds of all media and all cultures around the world. It's oh, yeah. it's like even even in mostly positive ways, but also in like some some shady, creepy pasta kind of ways, like. The Lavender Town song, uh, the whole which I'm not entirely sure. Like there was that whole creepy pasta, like you know, the Lavender Town song uh, made people commit suicide. Um, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh and yeah. I, and I was like, I heard that song as a kid. Yeah, it creeped me out, but that was about it. it creeped me out. I have never heard that till now, actually. Yeah. Uh, if you look it up, yes. apparently it's a creepy pasta that uh, oh, that the Lavender Town song caused people to commit suicide. Um, yeah, that's like. An old YouTube, yeah, creepypasta, very, probably very seven, eight years ago. Yeah. If you want to mm-hmm. go down that way, um, <laughs> I gotta <laughs> definitely know. find them out there. There's you, a couple. Are you guys sword or shield? I'm going shield. Shield. I'm gonna end up buying sword. You're going sword. But I'm probably gonna end up buying both. I will probably get both, but I'm going to get the opposite one that Atachi does. So you're getting sword. I'll get sword so that, that way I can spoil it for him. <laughs> oh, okay. Guys, this is a bad year for me. I have to buy two new video games this year. What is wrong with just me? one? Oh my gosh. Except, I'm that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. No, I mean, it's good, but it's also what's the, bad. What's the second Notice one? He said year. Year. <laughs> That's year. why. He has yeah. the two new this year. He already got his one. Yeah, so I bought Modern Warfare, but like I spent literally all of last year 100%ing Red Dead 2. Uh, Uh, Oh, that's dedication. That's dedication, (laughs) yeah. Like like just for that 100% down the list. Uh, (laughs) I'm doing it, and that's how I am with every video game that I that I buy. If I can't 100% in, then I don't want to play it. (laughs) Yeah. Last year, last year was a busy year. There were a lot of good games last year. Yeah. Spider Man, Red Dead. I've used Spider-Man. Oh, this year, never I have to buy a new too. Pokemon game, so I guess I'm going Sword because I I'm buy every. See, I knew the consensus for the most part was going to be Sword. Um, just be- and this is where, if you pay attention, this is where you can really get into the. I guess you could say psychology of Pokemon when it comes out. It's like <clears throat> I feel that they do it on the sly because they know, like, okay, we know what guys are going to pick to what girls are going to pick we know what you know what the preference is because it's like when pokemon what was it diamond and pearl came out mm-hmm. which one did you guys pick i got pearl. Ne- neither i didn't have either of them. i never bought that one 
So Diamond. I got back into it to the X and Y was when I came back into it. So for the majority, Diamond was the favorite. I, I picked I, Pearl I too. I always went. I always tried to go against the grain after yellow. I always tried to go against the grain. Like yeah. when red and blue came out, I picked red because red was my favorite color. But for some Ooh. people, exactly. See, most people. I went with red. Blue, I had yellow. Blue, blue, blue was their favorite color. And now I have both. I ended up getting both at the same time. So. And a lot of people they do that yeah. too. You know, they they. Play I love the, blue so much. Fence. I bought it on Virtual Console. Sun or moon? <laughs> sun or See, moon? I picked sun. I bought sun first. I was moon. Sun. And once again, I, I I I think the psychology behind that was kind of like male female because a lot of the guys probably looked at moon the lion the steel strong courageous yeah, lion exactly and that's kind of what happened to me it was like it was I the only one they had that. available at target okay. that, <laughs> <laughs> that too so gold I, or silver gold or silver I went silver because I went I against the silver. green. I was silver as well. Gold. I went silver against the silver green. Silver is one of my favorite colors. So. But I can't remember. the guy friends I had bought gold. Bro. I had gold. I wanted Lugia, honestly. I, I wanted I, I wanted Lugia. I wanted Lugia. Um, and then when Crystal came out, I know a lot of guys skipped Crystal. I skipped it. Um, and then when Fire Red and Leaf Green came out, a lot of the guys went with the Fire Red. And fire then, Red. There was always that, you know, there's always that person, and I'm that person Leaf who green. goes against the, the grain. Because the grain, yeah. With Let's Go, what do you think most people pick? In general, most people Pikachu. pick. Pikachu. Most I want Pikachu. But, I like to mix it up. Yeah, but exactly. Most of, I won't say most, but a lot of the females lean towards Eevee. Oh, okay. But the general consensus, the yeah, <laughs> the general consensus is still Pikachu because Pikachu, Pikachu's the staple of Pokemon. Yeah. So with Sword and Shield, my instinct at first was Sword. As soon as I heard Sword, I was like Sword, and then I had to think about it, and I was like, everybody's gonna pick Sword. Every people, guy can... is gonna pick Sword. Well, that's what <laughs> I've been telling people. I'm like, because I've had, I've gone to like many like the not really arguments but like little trolling each other situations where we're like you get shield because i want to get sword and whatnot and i was like well if you have a dick you get sword i, get <laughs> I, get oh, I mean so, but you know it, when you think about it because i want shield i want shield and people are like no get sword and i'm like mm, mm -mm. i want the i want the pretty little ponytail that comes with shield so <laughs> <laughs> and i i tried to, i picked shield because in most of the games I play, if I'm in a team-based game, I was like, okay, I'm going to pick Shield because of how I play. I usually try to be a defensive person instead of offensive. Uh, I, I, I'll wear someone down or I'll support my team. So I was like, you know, Shield worked better with me also because if I'm trying to trade, it was always a hassle because everybody got the same one as me because mm -hmm. everybody thought the same way. So you mm -hmm. couldn't trade because they had the same game as you. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go against, and it works. It worked out better for me as a Pokemon player because everybody I trade with got the game that I didn't get. Oh, so, yeah. No. So I was like, it okay, works. it worked out, and I was the one that everyone wanted to trade with because I was the one friend they had in that group that didn't have the same game as everybody <laughs> else. So, yeah. You know, well, like, also, on like a, this is more of a silly like reason. Another reason why I'm going with Shield, but like realistically, the legendary he just holds the sword in his mouth. You know, like if he happens to drop his sword, uh, he's just another dog. <laughs> he's so just I was like, dog. I was yeah. like, you know, Elliot. Uh, but I mean, I also know. the character for <laughs> the the Pokemon for Shield, his face is in the shield. 
Yeah. His face is the shield. I don't like any of the characters, <laughs> honestly, for Sword or Shield. I'm, I'm kind, I'm gonna, so like, I'm buying it because I love Pokemon, and I'm dedic- I, I just, I'm a Pokemon fan. I, I, I have to buy it. But I gotta say, I'm severely disappointed um, with what I've seen so far. Um, Mega Evolution yeah. was great when it was introduced. Then they went into Z moves with Sun and Moon, which was weird. Then yeah. they're now doing Dynamax, the giant Pokemon battles, which looks weird as fuck. It, it I'm not looking look forward weird. to that as well. Um, then you've got like older games had like the Pokemon contests and like I hated those. all these different elements the in every single stupid. game. And, like they just, I wish it would just be consistent. Like stick with the Mega Evolution, build a history around that, build it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's just they're just like all over the place in every single game without giving us very much more than the previous game like yes we're getting switch graphics but this is basically probably going to play like another pokemon game where it's like the basically the same thing with just a little bit of differences and no consistency yeah with like these like extra things like dynamax looks ridiculous to me yeah Yeah. i I feel like if they had just hit a big reset button because and i did watch this it's like a youtube video i think if you type into youtube the history of of Pokemon, the Pokemon games. Um, Because a lot of people were starting to wonder like, where the heck in the timeline these games fall in? Because Mm. as we've advanced in the real world in technology and our source of entertainment, the games have to keep up. You couldn't redo, you know, Pokemon Red with just up, I mean, for us, we would be happy with it. But for the new generation, you couldn't do Red the exact same way. Because there's just so many- It's like the creator of Pokemon said that he was like, I hate dealing with people asking me for a new Pokemon game because people want the original 150, but they want new realms opened up. Exactly. They want all the original, well, they want all the starters from all the games to come about and all the legendaries, but they want the just the original 150. Right? It was a tweet he posted. He was like, this is how dumb some of your ideas are when you tell me about a Pokemon game. You want me to make a Pokemon game with the original 150, Plus all the starters from all the generations, plus all the legendaries from all the generations, and take out all the other Pokemon that's in yeah, there, right? That's silly. That's silly. They want the power. They want the power. You see what I want? What I want is a game that connects all the regions. Like it would have to it'd be so huge, it'd probably be like a hundred gig game you need on a giant console. <laughs> what I want, I want you have a full red on dead Pokemon uh, world. Pokemon game? <laughs> Grand, uh, Grand Theft Auto size. Yes, that's what I want. But like all generations, I mean, you could probably, <laughs> probably skip the legendaries for Sword and Shield because they're kind of janky. But other than that, <laughs> I just want like a full on like, like, cause that was a cool thing about Gold and Silver. You finished, uh, what was it, uh, Kanto? Mm-hmm. No, Johto. No, and no, then you Johto. went back to Kanto. You have to go to Kanto. Yeah. And you got to do both. And then since then, they never explored that whole being able to kind of like explore. Like the way Ash does in the anime regions. goes from from different region to region to region. Like now it's just like all over the place well, and all Ash these like different dynamics and. He's also been ten years old for like. Dog Ash. Ones. Well, that's Can we? Ash is, Ash is a trash Pokemon trainer. Can we just raise a cup right? for him? He finally, he finally won. Yes. He finally won. Cheers, Ash Ketchum. Finally won. You know what? Now that makes me think. It brings up a point uh, that I I kind of was wondering. I'm over 30 years old, and this man finally won a Pokemon. (laughs) So this is what makes me wonder if they're trying to retire Ash. There's been rumors, but I've 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 also heard that they're not. I think that somebody told me it was. He's been around as the main character of the anime for. What anime started in what ninety three years? I think twenty years. Yeah, it was so, either ninety nine or ninety eight. Oh, 
So mm-hmm. the Red and or Blue came out that. in 96. I think it was 96. It's, I think it's 23 yeah. years. Yeah. So. Yeah, because Japan That's first. a long damn time. To be 10? <laughs> to, be, to be 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they faded out all the other characters he's come across. Even, and they've been favorites too they've been favorites to the show but the show's had no problem fading them out and we've just been following Ash through all the journeys and I I don't think it would be bad to fade him out because one we've outgrown Ash yeah. we've outgrown Ash just keep Pikachu and it'll be fine yeah we've outgrown <laughs> Ash but I think that's what's keeping Ash around I don't think it's Ash it's Pikachu it's Pikachu yeah Pikachu, Pikachu is locking way, him to the show should be like fucking level a million at this point. Pikachu should be unbeatable. Somehow, every region Pikachu resets to level one. I never understand. He loses to like Caterpie, and I'm like, what? You, what? Exactly. So You just took on been... a Mewtwo. <laughs> How are you losing to a Caterpie now? I don't understand this logic. There are theories, and it's also kind of is like the Zelda, Zelda theory. Um, with the games, they've already said they're branching timelines. Some of the timelines yeah. of like red and blue coincide with the later games happening at the same time, but it's a different timeline, which is why, like, you know, you'll go to these different places, but you won't travel to the new to a previous regions because it's parallel timelines, kind of like, you know, Star Trek or any sci fi. So I'm thinking maybe the show is following that same concept as a get out of jail free card of keeping of their way of keeping Ash. We're not watching the same Ash we grew up with. That Ash was probably done, jeez, what? Before X and Y, maybe, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, I mean, it, yeah. And we might be following parallel timeline Ashes every time they reach a new region, which explains why Pikachu is always- A multiverse. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's literally <laughs> a Pokemon multiverse. Um, and it's just one of those things that the fans had to realize i don't know if they you know it's never been confirmed but it's also never been denied it's just one of those it's like the zelda theories like with every zelda game that comes out everyone's like okay where in the timeline does this fall where are we right now where are we right <laughs> i think now? they just write shit to write shit and then just throw it out there make a story for that episode let's move on to the next one the fans will make something of it and that's pretty <laughs> yeah, much what well, happens you know i gotta that's say the thing though... is that you know it's it's just like any of these shows what animes the animes what target audience when it came out was what between the ages of seven and 12 yeah 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 that was us so you gotta think yeah, about it that that you're, us, yeah. you're watching a show made for kids between the ages of seven and 12 and you're in your 30s and you're still watching it and you're going to dissect every fucking ounce of it it's just like star wars when george lucas said star wars is for kids you dummies you know it's the same it's the same concept though you know (laughs) well he said like that's what he wrote it for episode one was for kids but i feel that was his get out of jail free card to cover up for the jar jar binks mishap Hey man, you love Jar Jar Binks Jar-Jar when you were in Binks. fifth grade. A lot of oh, oh, Jar Jar Binks sold a fuck ton of merchandise. <laughs> yeah, he <you> did. <laughs> I, my favorite thing about Jar Jar Binks is when he got his head stuck in the electric thing in the fucking pod, the pod racer. Okay, <laughs> maybe I was mentally about. disturbed because my favorite character in the whole doggone thing was Darth Maul as a kid. That's because you're I a sociopath. That's cute. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I like Pringles, so like. That's all I wanted to do was like be Darth Maul and stick a bunch of Pringles on my head. Good time. See, I didn't do that. So the reason I like Darth Maul was because one, he he kind of 
besides you know being a badass sword swinger be uh in his <laughs> presence he was he reminded me of me it's like sometimes you don't need to just talk you just gotta get shit done and that's what so he did. He had like one you're line of No, I'm saying sometimes, sometimes like, you just got to get shit intimidating done. Intimidating social. I would like to see you do some of the acrobatics that he does, though. And that's the other reason he was so cool. That's the what way other... for lightsabers, to be real, honestly. Okay, that's just I'm asking for I'm trouble. Not. That's, That's a terrible, terrible idea. I, I think, think people it is a wonderful idea. They were trying it at some university researches. They're they just, they can't get the lights, like the end to stop. They just can't get, can't get yeah, it to work. They They've been yeah. trying. How do, you, trying. how do you make light stop? They're just trying. And how do you make it solid like that? <laughs> exactly. Second, they're trying, if, though. if they ever achieved it, you know how many guys would be chopping off valuable parts of their body? I mean, I don't be, like the, be like the I package don't be on like mass consumption <laughs> available situation. I think it'd be like military. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, because there's going to be that one guy. There's going to be that one guy that's going to be like, yo, guys, I just got my new saber. He's going to forget which end <laughs> the blade comes out. Yeah, <laughs> right, just... right through his fucking leg or something. Exactly. Shit. Oh, God. Or yeah. he's going to keep carrying it in his pants and uh, maybe a. Uh, exactly. I hit the. Accidentally hit that's the what I was saying. They're going to be chopping off a valuable part. Pocket. Get rid of such sausage and eggs there. Mm. <laughs> I am a Star Wars You're still fan. Bacon? But... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you guys still bacon? Oh my, oh my god. god. Yo. I'm god. telling you, there's just some things that we don't need. Force powers? Sure. Lightsabers? It'd be cool if it existed. I don't think we should have it. Like, oh, force no. powers? Otherwise, you'll have a bunch of John Bobbits running around. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like a gang of people with lightsabers were holding up people. And <laughs> Society would fall apart because you would have so many people trying to mind trick their boss. You will still pay me, but I will stay home. <laughs> and nothing would get done. Nothing would get done. It would, yeah, society would fall. Hey man, I've been trying. Do you know that uh, movie that Ricky Gervais did, where like the world, like in the world, nobody could lie, and then he discovered he could lie. Oh yeah, I. Oh, I love that. Like, movie. I, oh my god, I just walk into a bank and be like, no, that twenty-five thousand's mine. No, seriously, and like they don't. There's no lying, so they're not gonna be, not. not believe yeah, they're gonna believe you. I love that situation. Pay off all my debt. It would be great. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. imagine being the first person to ever tell a lie. <laughs> oh my gosh. We going biblical or are we going? Nope, nope. We're gonna, <laughs> nope. You know what? We'll say, we'll say, we'll say, we can go down this dark rabbit <laughs> we're going hole. We're going down more rabbit holes. If we're we can go like, down that like, way. Sometimes, like different things. I'm like, who was the first to do that? <laughs> you know, what was it? I, I don't know if I was talking to you guys about it, but I know it came on a conversation. I said, who was the first person to look at a cow, look at its udders, and go, let me milk you. Let me milk that. <laughs> The, and then now, that's not it. what my concern is. The, I'm concerned with the people that looked at a donkey one day and decided, <laughs> hey, let's bring this thing to Tijuana and <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If we think about the cow situation though, they look a little bit like titties, so I think that might be sort of related to how that uh, uh, get out of jail free card there. The, the like, first yeah. person the first person to ever hear a parrot talk was probably not okay for a while. Oh, <laughs> oh. I mean, you also gotta remember cough syrup used to be codeine meth and cocaine all mixed into one bottle suppressed <laughs> used to be cocaine mixed into a bottle well, i mean also not, actually a lot of things are and coca-cola was made with cocaine that's what she just said yeah how about the first person 
just look at a beehive and say, you must have something you delicious. You must have something delicious in there. <laughs> I, I want look, some honey. There, there's a lot of first things that I'm just still like, I why would that. you do this? I'm like, wait, so, what would you do? Sheepskin condoms. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know, I... I got nothing. I'm out. I'm, I'm, good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Bro, there's so many there are first so time many. things. Like, who decided to eat squirrel the very first time in their life? Now, that, I can understand that. I can understand the squirrel thing. No, I can understand the squirrel thing because if you're thinking like back, back in the day, like way, way back in survival it's an open field animals being fair game and it's just being natural human nature to try and stay at the top of the food chain no matter how small the animal is i mean look at red dead redemption for crying out loud we might not you technically shoot a squirrel with an arrow skin it you got the stringy meat you know daggone well you cooked the, the stringy meat and if well, you I, sold I, it I, somebody I cooked it always up warm I prefer not right, so redemption because you, the skins if you shoot them with the with with a bow and arrow so, so actually, let's be a little more accurate there, right? Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh God! <laughs> I, I, I somebody would know. Are we that. talking about this? I avoid oysters because I want to know who the fuck decided to do that shit. That's 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 uh, something we will never. You know what? A lot of these ideas probably stemmed from groups, and the reason I say groups, guys, let's be realistic. How many times have we been together and we thought something was a great idea? And as long as we were all in agreement, or the majority was in agreement, <laughs> I give you five bucks to stick your head in that beehive. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Name one bad idea I've ever given any of you. I was sorry. That was Chief Brooks. I blame Proving that man point. to this day. Proving point. For those of you guys, I don't know if you've heard I ain't no I've never had a bad idea. I would like to announce that here and now. That I've never had a bad idea. Every all time my you, ideas. Every time we pass the bar, technically it's a bad idea. No, that's a great idea. Name <laughs> one bad idea I've ever given. Hey, man, how many hey, times man. do we have some a fucking blast? Every <laughs> fucking how time. Often you, how often do you remember these blasts? That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> oh, I, I, uh, I was waiting for the follow-up question. Really? Actually, like, I remember a lot of it. Unless like, the, There are very few nights where, like, I... Now, granted, a lot of that was because I built up an extremely high tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but so the only where I could drink like I'm a bottle of second comfort don't tonight. Remember um, <laughs> is if I got dragged into a cab. Yeah, well, like, but <clears throat> to be fair, like we were in our early twenties, and like, what else am I gonna do in my early twenties <laughs> other than just don't. like go hard? Because like you're in your early twenties, you have a little bit of money, and you're living in a foreign country. Tolerance level in Japan. Go. <laughs> yep. Tolerance level as soon as you come back to the states. Dude, mine's gone. <laughs> this is no tolerance anymore. This I have like three happened. beers. I had to become an adult. I have like I had a child. I have like three beers and I'm fucking done for the night. Almost. Yeah, like I'm like, yeah, like two, like two or three GNTs and I'm done. Like that's it. I don't, I don't want nothing else. Depending on what bar I go to, I have between now, three and seven Jack and Cokes and be okay. 
depending yeah. on depending on who's working that night. No, but depending if I'm how much water I've had during the week, if I've like been good on my water consumption, I can keep going for a while without feeling. I'm like, oh, hey, five yeah. drinks can it's still good. Japan, <laughs> Japan was bad times. I don't like drinking beer though because I get bloated and I fucking I feel full because <laughs> I usually only drink Blue Moon. And uh, like I, two of those, I, and I, I pretty I like much yingling. exclusively drink girl. liquor. You like yingling? I love like yingling. We don't have that here. Since yeah, I have that's become you're in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Since, you're right. Since I have you're become a Canada. streamer, I will admit I don't actually really drink anymore. What? Bullshit. No, I am dead serious. <laughs> I am dead serious. I'm flying to Philly, bro. Last time you were here. <laughs> Last time you were Fuck that. Last time you were here. It was a beer. Well, I'm not okay. No, because when really? I visited you, really? when I visited really? you, when I visited really? you, really? when I visited you, <laughs> when I, I want to hear uh, When I visited you, I hadn't really took off in what I was doing with the stream. I was still kind uh -huh. of like in between. The viewer counts were still eh, and mm -hmm. my commitment to it wasn't like full on. After mm -hmm. I left, because before, before I got there, I really wasn't drinking. When I got there, there's a place called Sugars that. Anyway, what about Anyway, the circumstances. Hey, Burn, were there that... a lot of uh, ones burned that <laughs> night? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> that lover. That will, and you know what? We're gonna. Hey, is that a strip club? Hey, so what else? <laughs> no, is no. I, I mean, I'm always. Let me tell you, I've been to a few strip clubs with friends, and I'm very impressed by these ladies' acrobatic skills. Acrobat I've seen I, one go to the top and drop to the bottom like an inch from the ground. I was like, damn. Damn. Okay, that's what happened with me. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it uh, may. If you guys have, are ever more Vegas and our WWE fans, uh, as a second career, uh, if you know the Godfather, he actually runs Cheetahs in Vegas. And that is hey, impressive. He's living up to the uh Yeah, to one, the of my, name. one of my buddies met up the other night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Whatever you gotta do, right? But uh before we go down that rabbit hole, once again, something for the premium uh podcast. Uh <laughs> our <laughs> last topics for the evening. I'm probably we'll probably just group them up. Um one being Ant-Man 3 confirmed. And Ooh. I just thought about it. After Spider-Man, Marvel's been pretty quiet for Yeah. Pretty, pretty well, quiet. I think, they need to take I think they're still, I think they're still trying to figure out what they're gonna do with the whole Sony thing because they, they're probably scared Sony's just gonna be like, hey, let's take Spider-Man back again. Let's just, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, they're probably, so they're, they're, they're probably, probably, they're probably working on two I think different timelines. That and Fox. They're, they're probably running two different timelines just in case that shit happens. They got two scripts to fall back on. Well, I'm pretty sure yeah. that they they I mean, one, it's it's Disney. They got a big plan. And this is kind of this is going to tie into the what we were supposed to start with. Guys, if you don't realize I, I make I'm going to give you a quick behind the scenes thing. I make an outline. <laughs> we do not follow that outline. <laughs> it goes that outline. <laughs> that outline goes. We have not. Nope. We do not follow. So when when the bullet made before she got on here, before he got on here. She was like, wow, this is a lot to read. Are we going to, you know, she, she was like, how are we going to open? Yeah, <laughs> she had it open. I was trying to tell her like through the day, like, look, it's just a template. You'll be the fine. Out the outline, <laughs> the outline looks like me running through an objective game on Call of Duty. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's there. It's it's there, guys. It's there. But we just like to keep it natural. All natural. 
But what yeah. I was trying to get to is... Just like the girls are sugars? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> not gonna let him live that down. <laughs> She had the anyway, Kobe. <laughs> uh, with the Ant Man, back to the she Ant-Man. got paid. God dang it! <laughs> hey, at least he paid her well. Oh my gosh! Not uh, just him. Marvel. Not just him. Marvel. I was there with him. And I was there what in is physical it? and in loading? spirit. Not letting, you know what? I'm just going to put a loading screen right here. <laughs> just stand by. We are having technical difficulties. I don't know um, about you, uh-huh. but I'm a huge MCU fan. Huge MCU fan. And to the point that I'm just like, I've seen everything. I go to the premieres. I'm, I'm in there cheering in and there. screaming when Thor shows up. And I'm like, ah! And I'm like, I'm like, Did you cheer and it. scream in Endgame? It was on my dating profiles. Like, I need a buddy for Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to be down with some anime, some Marvel movies, and some Call of Duty. Then we like, oh, <laughs> Bang, bang, bang. Check um, the boxes. Yeah, Ant-Man 3. Uh, second Ant-Man was good. I'm hoping Ant-Man 3 will be good. Don't know what's going to happen with Spider-Man. Looking forward to Black Widow, all that stuff coming out. Yep. Super, super stoked. Is a it- lot of great new talent, like, huge uh, stars coming into the MCU in these upcoming... Uh, T- uh, Disney Plus shows and uh, movies. See, I'm actually really cool. I'm wondering Burr is actually on the Star Wars Disney Plus show. Who? Uh, Bill Burr, the comedian. Oh, oh yeah. shit! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I, I, uh, I'm a big fan of a lot of the stuff that Barstool puts out, and Bill Burr's kind of always like in and out of KFC Radio and a few other things. And yeah, Bill Bill Burr is now in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> So speaking of like <clears throat> big stars and Marvel and Disney grabbing up big stars, uh, and it kind of ties into what was supposed to be the first thing on the outline. Um, Terminator, just gonna say ah. real quick, uh, flopped. Did I, it really flop? It, it, oh, it, it, it flopped. So I heard that they did that. I heard like the main the main female character. I can't remember her name. Sarah Connor. Yes, I heard they did her dirty in this movie. Like they there was no. <laughs> Okay, so without without going deep into spoilers, it pretty much was it was straightforward from what I could read about it. It was straightforward. It was like you're either human or you're machine. There's no because I have so much hope. Um, I personally feel that, uh, and this is not me, side because I know, and this is where I say it's going to tie in because there's a lot of actors and actresses out there that hate the MCU universe. Um, and I feel Terminator Dark Fate kind of gives a little leeway to what they were saying. I love the MCU. I love the mm-hmm. MCU because I grew up on the comics. I play the mm-hmm. games. I am of that culture. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, so seeing these things brought to life and done justice is my dream come true. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that I completely disagree with what the other actors and actresses are saying because now it's to the point if you're not in the mcu you're nobody it's it's kind Ah! of now hold on because it is slowly getting it is slowly getting to that point because before think about all the other superhero movies before superhero movies were pretty much globally accepted only the niche culture took to them critics like with panda spawn. spawn if you look at spawn it was good for its time it may be cheesy because it was ahead of its time but it was good for its time the first not the second mortal Kombat, good for its time i mean it was night what 1995 
So I'll say this, right? It's not that comic book movies weren't globally accepted, right? It was just that not a lot of comic book movies came out in the aspect of how can I put it? Mainstream, right? So think about it. Outside of Batman and Superman, who was some mainstream comic book heroes that got a movie at that time? Well, right. a lot of it was technology. Spider-Man, I guess, no? Well. Like, Spider-Man movies, there's been a few of those. Well, here's a thing. Spider-Man, Wonder 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 like, that was after the 2000s. Until, the until whole you big had comic, CGI, comic, you couldn't yeah. do a good Spider-Man movie. Like, if you yeah. actually go back and watch the Spider-Man feature film from the 1970s, terrible. also terrible. Awful. Super well, that's, I mean, that's a big, I think that's a big part of why the MCU is so successful and what it's become today. It's because they do it well. And that's why, like, there's a struggle between DC. DC tends to struggle with their films in the, and they haven't been able to really keep up with Marvel when it comes to the things. And I, I think a big part of that is just that Marvel's found a way to portray these characters in a way that cinematically looks amazing and really yeah. ages you. DC has been trying to, they've tried to make their own style. It's sort of failed. They tried to mimic Marvel a little bit. They've sort of failed. So, and it's been kind of like a thing. I think like the fact that like Marvel, the, the movie studio version of Marvel found a way to make like Iron Man, Iron Man that came out they like right. they set the tone and after that it's been like a constant stream of just amazing cinematic quality and that's what's really helped bring well, it to the, the mainstream and brought all me, these big stars in. And I think keeping it bright and light is... also really helps. Mm-hmm. Like True. you know cuz like with DC and their entire universe it's just really gritty and mm-hmm. dark. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to that's not going to appeal to everybody, you know, that's not going to appeal more so to to like an entire age group from you know kids all the way through adults you know and so i think that's a big part of it yeah that's of it I always look at with marvel and dc is when it comes to their cinematic universes marvel didn't technically play it safe to start off with whereas dc when they started at dcu they played it very safe and what i mean by that is with marvel they took b-list right they took Iron Man. People really weren't huge fans of Iron Man like that. Really, Robert Downey Jr. brought out that love for Iron Man for a lot of people, right? Because mm-hmm. Iron Man before that was a gaping <laughs> alcoholic asshole, right? <laughs> Captain America, right? Yeah, people know who Captain America is, but he wasn't the go-to Not our age group didn't really know him so but, much, right? Yeah. He wasn't the A-list Marvel superhero. But A-list team for Marvel was in the early 2000s and the late 90s was X-Men, mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Those three. Those were their big three, right? Yep. And, and they had been done. X-Men and Spider-Man, they did a movie for. Fantastic Four, they did a movie for. Mm-hmm. But the whole, hey, I'm putting all my money on the line with a B-list superhero, that panned out. Not right. to mention also Robert Downey Jr. at the time. He was a known was name, a but, but he yeah, had, but he, yeah, was he wasn't a huge way on down he on was, his he, life. Exactly. He was a name, but he had a huge, he had, he had a lot of baggage. He fit Tony Stark. He did. He the, fit the, the casting. The playing the drunk. The casting of uh, Marvel through all their movies has just been spot on. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Tom, uh, yeah, you think Tom Holland, perfect Spider-Man, 
But yeah, he does his Robert own Downer, Robert Downey Jr., you couldn't get a better fucking Iron Man or Tony Stark than Robert Downey Jr. Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Very great, yeah. very great choice like, there. The even, uh, even Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. Yeah, maybe, kind of I, works. maybe not thought about it, but it works. He yeah, the Hulk. He was the mild-mannered Bruce Banner. Yeah, he, he, he had it. He had it down. What? Where I was saying that I kind of get where, and it's usually the season. And I'm. I mean, it's like uh, Martin Scorsese, like, like saying, you know. Oh yeah. I'm, they're they're so Scorsese saying it. I understand. Um. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna say Coppola. I. Coppola, I don't agree with. Right, because. Most of your movies, the movies that you were famous for are The Godfather, right? Godfather 1, great movie. Don't get it fucked up. One of my favorite movies of all time. But you followed a niche that was going on during that time. Gangster movies were the niche when you made The Godfather. You just so happened to make a movie that became an epic, right? Godfather 1 and Godfather 2 were perfect movies. Godfather 3 was a piece of shit. I think it's unfair for any of these big names like Scorsese uh, to discount, basically, or or just credit the MCU as like a proper cinematic uh, piece of work because uh, there's so many different. It's like it's like there's so many different facets to the film industry. This is this is just something that's newer and bigger now. Um, but I think it's what really I hate about his reaction. Right. The problem with his reaction, though, is. He's not saying comic book genre as a whole. He... Oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. It froze. I froze out. That's yeah, fine. you did. You did. Yeah. yeah. You did. <laughs> okay, you were saying continue. So what I was trying to say, MCU, my problem with Martin Scorsese's comment isn't the fact that he's blaming that, blaming comic book movies. He's blaming the MCU, right? Mm-hmm. MCU yeah okay i get it you're sitting here saying this because people are using the mcu's fame and numbers as a mean to credit i get it is you as the well-respected well-awarded director that you are mm. you're you got every right to say what the fuck you're gonna say you have yeah, one of the most uh, you're probably one of the opinion. most direct right but, but I you mean, can't sit there and say, hey, MCU is a piece of shit for this, yet DC has thrown out so many goddamn Batman movies, it's not even funny. Well, DC- also, like, on top of that as well, like, if you, like filming these movies in the MCU, it's not easy. They're not, they're not, you know, they're not, Some in some cases, they're acting by themselves or staring at somebody covered in dots, and they gotta, they've gotta completely immerse themselves in a world that doesn't, they've never actually seen, that they, they're not actually a part of, and they have to make it believable, and they, and they do it, they do it because the audience is drawn in, the audience, all of their emotions are in there, like, I'm, when you're sitting in there, like, when I was watching Infinity War and Endgame, man, the moments, all those big moments where your star showed up, or, or, like, where you maybe lost a character that you love, there was so much emotion in the room, people were so drawn in, and that's not easy to do what these actors did, a lot of them didn't have, like, the full script, they had no idea what they had, like, for each yeah, day, they, they had the one script, secret. Yeah. like, it was, it's like, yeah. you have to give them, the actors a lot of credit as well, like, yes, it's a comic book movie, but these actors did an amazing job with it. So, this is me doing usually burns roll this is me playing devil's advocate and cutting <laughs> a little leeway to to these guys uh and this is literally paper thin leeway you're talking about martin scorsese 
Uh, I, I mean, he, he's okay. incredibly talented, and and he's right. I mean, so, he's done some amazing work. I feel the way it's written, the way that we're approaching it is exactly how they wanted it approached. I feel that there's things that they probably like left out from that full conversation. We never get the full story. We only have yeah, the sources true. that are given to us. What I feel some of these people are saying, and it just gets taken out of context, is, and it could be applied to anything from like the 1970s when Star Wars was the thing, to the early 90s when the Star Trek movies were coming out. They were a thing. When there's a cinematic universe set in place for that generation, there is a certain standard that has become expected, especially if it's done really well. And if you put another movie that can be considered of that same genre out, it is going to get murdered. It is going to yes. get panned. There is no contest. The reason that they're not attacking uh, DC, one, you, you can't, it's, it's kind of just rude to kick somebody when they're already down. Uh, <laughs> but two, they never did establish a universe. So there was never a standard to be compared to them. Mm -hmm. For DC, it's just like Burns said, oh, there's another Batman movie, cool. We expect this. Oh, there's another Superman movie. Cool. We expect this. Mm. Um, but also on TV, on the flip side, where a lot of people forget, DC has established themselves in the TV universe. Mm -hmm. And the same could be said, but a lot of people that watch that don't really watch anything else. So they're not going out saying, oh my gosh, DC is ruining television. <sighs> Where with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there's a lot of money involved. There's a lot of investment involved. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's, and it's to the point now where for a lot of people, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the only time they go to the movies. A movie yeah. comes out from Marvel. I, but, I mean, so, I'm one of those. Yeah. That's, I'm very rare to go to the movie theaters. Now, part of it is cost, but if I want an experience, it's usually for something large like an MCU film exactly. or just something that, that, like, otherwise, I usually just wait and rent it later. That, so, how that's many about the you, only movies I've gone to is Marvel movies yeah. in theaters. So, yeah. it's like many, one or two other. How many shows? That's what's funny. How many shows but, can you, or movies, can you name that Benedict Cumberbatch was in right now off the top uh, of your head? Sure. Uh, give me at least three. August Osage. Sherlock, Star Trek, The Imitation Game. Uh, August Osage County, is that the name of it? Now, how many of them did you actually watch? I, in theaters? Both of those. Or at home? I mean, I, I've watched, a, I've seen a in, couple Cumberbatch, not a lot, MCU though. Stuff. Zendaya? I've never, I've only watched her in MCU. Tom I, my daughter. Only watched her in Tom Holland, I've never seen it. No. So when you Zendaya, look up, I can Robert say Downey that. Jr., I watched Sherlock Holmes. See, and exactly. Robert Downey Jr. I'm a huge Downey Jr. fan though. So See, like, and look how he goes all the way back thing. to U.S. Marshals. Who knows U.S. Marshals with Wesley Snipes? Robert I Downey. love that movie. When he played a baddie, when yes. he played the bad guy. There's so many natural born Zodiac, killers. Natural born killers. Zodiac. I'm also just bad at movies, so I'm not a good person to ask these type of questions. <laughs> so that and that's, that's a lot. And that's exactly the point that I feel that they are trying to make. Yeah, they come into the MCU. The world knows them. So then they get related to that. So people think, oh, and it's like us, we're of a, a pretty multi, I want to say, you know, we, we, we can branch out a bit. But for the generation after us, and even some in our generation, 
they don't know these people unless they're in the MCU. Or Frozen. Or Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> so or where Fortnite. I'm saying I'm cutting them. Or Fortnite, yeah. Or, oh, God. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, God. I, I said the well, dreaded F word. To piss Itachi I, off, it just say that word. I said the F word on oh, oh, God. Don't drop the F bomb here, okay? You don't <laughs> fucking say that F word. <laughs> we can't play it, so we don't need to talk about it. Jeez. But that's what I'm I'm feeling that they're trying to lean towards and it just gets taken out of context. If DC had done it first, I think the same thing would happen to them. People oh, yeah. would be bashing well, it and, you know, well, it would is, be an issue. did kind of do it first and the reason people bash comic book movies is because they have this unprecedented then it fucking mindset that the Dark Knight is the perfect movie, right? Bro, perfect comic book movie. And it's half the people that are saying this shit have zero idea about the Batman comics. They go in here and they're like, oh, Christian Bale was a perfect Batman. No, the no. fuck he wasn't. He wasn't a detective. For a lot Shut of people, he up. was their first Batman. Those Wait, are the people about, that are saying he's the best Batman. Problem. What about like uh, Christopher Reeves, Superman? That's considered like a classic Superman now. Because he's right. the first Absolutely. Superman. Yeah, but who did? I mean, no, there were there were Supermans before him. Well, yeah. Like on TV, though, no? Yeah, there were TV Supermans. He was like the big... I feel like he was the, the first Superman that really stuck mm-hmm. with people mm-hmm. and did was because it was good. But, like, what, who who produced that? Yeah, well, the Superman movies, like, were really good until they weren't. So <laughs> up until <laughs> Superman 4, uh, which is... Uh, Superman just kind of worked. Yeah, well, I think Christopher Reeves did a, a nice job with it all. No way. <laughs> and I, that's a very political way to put it. Very, mm, he did a yeah. nice job he with it. He did a nice no, job. No, he, he did. He, he did a do a nice job. Nice job, old job. <laughs> but but like, and the only reason that those movies like really went downhill as was just budget. You know, the, yeah. the first Superman movie had a gigantic budget. By the time that Superman 4 came around, they were working on like a $2 million budget. Which even for the 1980s was still oh, was nothing for a movie of, of that size. Was yeah. cut in half. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. I mean, it's 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 basically. And sadly, a we never got thing. Nicolas Cage Superman. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad still waiting that. for that. So glad Nicolas Cage. It. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, we're just gonna let that one ride. Uh, uh, no, but we got Brandon Routh instead. But you know what? But I didn't see, think Brandon Routh was bad. Up. I didn't think he Brandon Routh was bad. Yeah. He did get fucked over. Um, just like he got fucked by a script that shouldn't have happened the way it did. Yeah, I I also feel that you know, and one I, I kind of like that they're paying homage to letting him reprise his role as the Kingdom Come Superman for the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths when that uh, is supposed to come out. Supposed to start either this Soon. month or wait, next who, month. wait, wait, who's reprising? Wait, what? So Brandon Ralph in Crisis on uh, Infinite Earths on the CW, the uh-huh. DC universe is converging. So uh-huh. pretty much, do you Smallville, which yeah, wasn't supposed? Yeah. Oh, you said Tom Welling. Is that who? You, I just didn't hear the name. Did oh, you say Brandon Ralph and actually Tom Welling too. Yeah, he's uh, coming back as a. As I the that he was Clark, Clark, yeah, Clark, Kent. Clark of Smallville. Yeah, yeah I yeah, love Smallville. Smallville. That was my thing in high school. So they're they're bringing, you know, it's it is and Brandon Routh, his Superman timeline from Superman Returns, and I'm guessing supposed to be following the Christopher Reeves timeline is the Kingdom Come Superman. So they're bringing all the branching Superman timelines, you know, together. 
Um, but like I said, I love still the waiting MCU. for Dean Kane to show up. <laughs> oh man! Fuck yeah, yeah. he ain't showing missing, up. But that he, he ain't showing, showing up. up. You know damn he well why up. he ain't showing up. <laughs> the Lois and Clark. That's that's its own thing. Listen, yeah. if Dean Kane doesn't show up, I want to organize a riot. So right of you know why he's not gonna show up though, right? Like in all honesty, he said comments like certain political comments that just rub people the wrong way, and not trying to bring politics into this shit. But with the climate of the U.S. right now, anybody leaning one way or another in politics, and they say some shit, starts to shit. Fucked so, out of a project. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know anything about any of that. I just. He remember watching watching those episodes as a kid on yeah. TNT and really oh, yeah. enjoying them. Watch well, them right after WCW got over. He wants his Dean yep. Kane and he wants his, <laughs> his Chuck Norris. That's that's what he wants. I put those two in a movie and Rufus will be happy. Yep, pretty be much. <laughs> but but guys, I have I have bad news. We have reached the end. We have well exceeded the hour. <laughs> we always <laughs> exceed the hour, but we have oh, reached shit. the Yo, end. So <laughs> we've been doing this for like almost two hours now. Yeah, yes, I've been on here an hour and twenty minutes, and yes. I was late. So, <laughs> so yes, uh, guys. As always, this week another amazing episode. Thank you, everybody who is listening. All of you guys, I really hope you love the podcast. I love putting these episodes on for you guys. I love having our guests come on and join us for all of our shenanigans. Uh, Bullet Maiden, would you all grace us with your shameless... I'm ignoring Bullet Sponge up there. Uh, (laughs) Would you grace us with your plugs one more time so everybody knows where to find you? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash the Bullet Maiden. Uh, same thing, Instagram, Twitter, the Bullet Maiden. Um, thanks for having me here tonight. I've had a lot of fun. This has been great. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Hopefully, you can uh, join us again in the future. I would actually really love that. This was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you would love to support the podcast, make sure you go to patreon.com forward slash Itachi266. It really helps out. Uh, also, you get to hear the podcast uh, a couple days before they are released everywhere else um i have another few couple projects coming down the lines that i'm working on for you guys as always and also make sure you check me out on twitch twitch.tv forward slash itachi266 stay safe out there guys and we will see you next week for another episode good night everybody (laughs) no 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 you're not gonna do it oh god oh wait what what do you want me to do you know (laughs) normal sign out huh What's up, everyone? Itachi266 here. Did you enjoy that podcast? If so, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Itachi2661 and Instagram at Itachi266TTV. Also, Think about becoming a patron and help support the channel at patreon.com slash Itachi266. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.